Hi friends, it's Matt. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We just wanted to start things out by providing a trigger warning. During the episode, we will be discussing mental health topics, and that can be triggering to some. If you become triggered, please either reach out to a safe support or please contact a mental health hotline or 911. We are not providing therapy services during this podcast, and our discussions in the episodes are based on our experiences and opinion and should not be used for your own treatment. Thanks so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy the podcast. See you soon. Hi, and welcome to We Are Not Your Therapist. My name is Matt, and I am joined by... Eliana. <laughs> okay. So we're here. Hello. Um, and <laughs> we're here. We're still here. Um, that's a great part here. to start with this um, topic that we decided we to cover. We're alive and we're thriving. Quarantine. We're house. all quarantined. Yeah, we're quarantining together. Um, so, <clears throat> so that's kind of like what we want to talk about today. We actually really want to talk about because um, this is, we're recording this in March. And 2020. yeah, March 2020, and um, the coronavirus is all upon us, and oh, Lord. we are feeling a lot of different feelings about this situation. Yes. And so, we thought it might be a really cool topic to discuss from like a mental health point of view because I think everybody is getting all of this information all over the internet and the TV and newspaper everywhere. Mm-hmm. And some of it's false and, and yeah. causing a lot of fear and. Mm-hmm. I'm personally running into that fear myself and I'm buying into it and I'm trying not to. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And but we're by no means, uh, is it epidem- epidemiologists? Yeah, we are not doctors. Yeah, we are not doctors. We don't know anything. We do not know anything. <laughs> anything more than any yeah, other person Google, does. Yeah. So like w- anything that we're talking about, I'm getting from the CDC. Um, so that's like obviously a trusted source. Um, but, um, we're going to really tackle this more of our personal feelings Mm -hmm. and tackling this from like a mental health perspective and talking about ways that honestly, because I know that this is very stressful for a lot of people, myself included, I've been like watching this kind of unfold as it's going in the news and I really should probably unplug, um, but I haven't yet, and I really want to talk about that so that way, you know, maybe some of you that are really plugged into this news and are feeling very anxious and scared and unsure right. um, can kind of have some techniques or some sort of ways that you can kind of support yourself through this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, because that is one thing that is fact. Uh, the who, um, the who, you say. Um, who? Who? Um, they um, just t- took it to pandemic level yesterday. Which makes it sound scary. Right. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's just that there's so many cases and it's spreading and things are happening that, um, you know, they had to make that call, I felt like. Yeah. I mean, at some point you have to really take a moment to look at it and see what, what's going on. But I think, and kind of what I've been going through, well, everybody, um, Matt can tell you about his grocery store yeah. uh, shortage. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah, I'm like Instacarting right now. And yeah. I've, been like, I've been sending oh, them in group chats, goodness. like, go get your stuff. Because, it's like, ridiculous. Yeah, people, so let's talk about that. Because that's yeah. where, like, I think I would love to start is kind of, like the results of what's happening. So this has been happening since 2019. So this started mm-hmm. in December in Wuhan, China. 
Um, and you know, and there's a lot of which is killing me. And well, I would like to also talk about I kind know. of the, oh, the racist, so freaking horrible xenophobia yeah. that's occurring. But back to this. So this all started in 2019, um, and has been kind of just spreading and amplifying since December. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now it's finally kind of made its way here to the U.S. and um, you know, and so the media was very heavy in like saying, "Hey, make sure you you know." sanitize and clean and use sanitizers and soap and wash your hands for 20 minutes which is happy birthday twice so 20 seconds tw- did i yeah, did i say 20 minutes you said 20 minutes well you guys should wash your hands for wash 20 your minutes hands for 20 minutes maybe we straight. wouldn't have this if everybody washed their hands for 20 minutes i'm kidding that is so joke Oof. okay uh, <laughs> that's a joke total joke Anyway, so for 20 seconds, you can sing happy birthday twice. That's the length that you should be doing, and you need to be really, you know, thorough. And um, there are tons of them. I've seen them because it's funny because they're memes, but they're also helpful. It's a lot of different um, fandoms and stuff like, oh, if you sing the chorus from... Uh, defying gravity that is 20 seconds and so like it's all these different kinds of songs and like things like that like the uh the speech about the rings the lord of the rings is one of them like star trek's intro is one of them (laughs) you were the chosen one anakin (laughs) yes you were supposed to bring balance to the and defeat the sith not join them Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. (laughs) Wrong podcast. (laughs) I know. I got to get used to that. I'm sorry. I'll take it out. Anyway, um, so so here's where I'm having a problem. So ever since they said these things with, like, the sanitizers, the, you know, the yada, 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 the, the... the the soaps keeping clean and the keeping clean washing your hands everybody i think is doing an overcorrect right now mm-hmm. um and taking everything off the shelves which is really annoying um because i feel like that really negatively impacts disabled persons older folks it's really bad for doctors and dentists as well yeah we yeah. do not need face masks unless you're sick and it is going up like four times the amount in doctors and dentists who actually need them are yeah. at a shortage and y'all like, need to know that i yeah like, for sure i got mad on facebook yeah the other day and i kind of posted a little rant about it and i was like you know i like i don't think anybody needs to be paper macheing their house with um you know sanitizing toilet wipes paper or toilet paper toilet paper that's been the Lord. weirdest thing everybody thinks like you're gonna like just... everybody is just shitting themselves with panic yeah oh hey i love that that was <laughs> oh, great thanks um so yeah so it's like so i was like just trying to do like a general shopping and you know i i was still had some supplies but i was kind of dwindling down so i was like mm-hmm. i just am gonna take the one like a responsible person should unless you have like a larger family and need more than one which is right. fine no judgment there but like i was like i saw somebody like at the grocery store like taking multiple things of like toilet paper and paper towels and i'm like why you don't need that much and now they're limiting how many things people can buy per person well good because it needs to happen i just feel like this hysteria makes people extremely selfish yes for sure and it's and just you know and, and and we can talk about this and maybe circle back but um, I can at least talk for myself because I'm so old. I'm, you know, I'm in my 30s, so it's 
I'm not as worried about the potential medical effects. I mean, who knows? Like if, you know, I don't know. I'm hoping my immune system is good. I'm more worried about my parents. And mm-hmm. um, so when, when people are like, it doesn't matter, it doesn't affect me. Yes, it, it, but it, it can kill people 60 and up. And that is very selfish to not, uh, not very selfish, sorry, but it, it can be selfish to not think about the people who actually can die from this. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's the the whole thing about um, what the argument about vaccines like mm-hmm. oh well my kid's gonna be fine but it's like well uh, like cool that's your kid but also what about the other children that they're gonna be around exactly. like that's yeah. this is just point. gonna spread it in a way that you don't care about because it doesn't affect you personally exactly right. and it, yeah it obviously brings <laughs> up you know a lot of issues okay yeah for sure mm-hmm. it's well super crazy so let's talk more about i think the anxiety of it and like like I know we're all kind of working through our own general anxieties with it and trying to understand um, kind of how to remain calm when it feels like the world is on fire at the moment. Um, Because I mean, everything's getting canceled left and right. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, things are getting rescheduled and, you know, all these kind of intense things are happening. Right. And so we're... Where do we draw the line and how do we deal with it? What do you guys think? Like what, I guess maybe I should like continue (laughs) that questioning. Like, what do you think are some helpful things to do um, to kind of not get sucked into the like hysteria of it all? I mean, yeah, it's hard. I, I mean, I feel like our government and I'm not making this political necessarily, but I feel like, they're the ones kind of dictating the show and they're the ones telling us certain updates. But, you know, I still, I don't know if it's changed, but I don't know what to believe, I guess. I mean, I guess Mm -hmm. all I can do is, um, protect myself from not necessarily getting sick and then being very cognizant if I am showing any symptoms to quarantine myself. I mean, I guess that's all I can do. But when they say stuff like, um, if you haven't come in contact with anyone, well, that's obviously going out the window because people are getting it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I not watch the news. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's like a good place to start is like only mm-hmm. kind of limit your, your time watching this stuff. Like take, get in the need to know stuff and then get out. Right. It's like, People have like news alerts. I know Matt, you get the like big news CNN on alerts. Your phone. Lot, yeah. Um, I know that like news stations are basically like twenty four hours. Um, our phones, like everything, can remind you. And so if you're like hundred percent plugged in all the time, of course you're gonna get panicky and scared. Yeah. And it's it's just like this terrible thing where we have access to information and everything that's going on like at all times yeah and and yeah and I think also too I think for me personally I think this is just this is a personal opinion this is I think but I think I would use it therapeutically if I was like working with a Mm -hmm. client that was like listen less to the pundits and listen more to the experts right that's where you need to go because like these pundits are paid to kind of incense this stuff guys sure, and that's sure. like the, that's the base truth of it um their li- their job is to literally make this sensationalized and more intriguing to listen to so mm-hmm. they're going to amp up 
the level, whether it's through their like their diction or like how they're like phrasing things, they're going to be doing that on purpose. So like when you're listening to like a press conference that like somebody from who is giving or somebody that like, Mm -hmm. you know, or even like our elected officials, however you feel about those one way or the other, those are people that you really need to be paying more attention to than like Joey Joe on, you know, first news now like that doesn't matter so i think limiting the the person that you're getting your information from and getting those right streams is way more important to your overall mental health Mm -hmm. yeah um i think i don't know just like what you were saying sarah like just be responsible with your health and like you know if you're somebody who works in a field where there's a lot of people and you feel like you're starting to get sick like just be aware of that like if you feel comfortable if you feel like it's not bad enough like wear a face mask to work if you feel like it's a danger or you feel like you would be better at home stay home yeah um i know that there's a lot of people who like can't take off work because then they won't get paid and unfortunately that's happening for a lot of people but if you can afford to i hate saying that but if you can afford to you should really stay home yeah or you know just like be away from people like large groups of people yeah and i mean honestly like for me it brings up this idea that when you're sick in general you know right like we should be more cognizant of other individuals who like what that's what's coming up for me is like the you know other individuals who have compromised immune systems mm-hmm. who i you know f- you know flopping about with pneumonia or something like that that is you know just as bad i luckily haven't gotten as you know very sick but this is to me you should be just as cognizant as the flu and just as cognizant as you know pneumonia and bronchitis and the cold i mean Mm -hmm. um it's i think we're just in i think we're going to circle into this but i think there's just this hysteria because it's this foreign um new thing yeah and it's Mm -hmm. i think it's from an animal like it's like i'm pretty sure coronavirus means it's come animal to human and so well and it's no go ahead well, I was just going to say that coronavirus, the, the name why it's that is it's cr- it's like a crown. It looks like a crown in its structure. But I'm sure I'm pretty sure coronavirus is in itself. Or I'm looking I'm looking this up. Well, yeah. I do know that they that what they've said is that it was an usually this the strain of coronavirus was an animal to animal transfer. And it's become an animal to, to human, which is now human to human. Which is interesting. Well, while Sarah looks that up, yeah. Um, I I also want to speak to like that panic and hysteria because, um, lucky for me, I got sick, and I had a runny nose and I had a cough and just like I was telling Matt earlier and Sarah, I think too, I was like afraid to be outside and like having symptoms because people just like would look at you or like stigmatize you yeah basically like oh no like you have it and like unfortunately i also am of a darker skin color um and people funny enough mistaken mistake me for like of asian descent right um which is 
I mean, I haven't received that form of, like, racism, but, I mean, there's also a lot of people of Asian descent, not even people who are Chinese, are getting this, like, uh, just... Cultural ugh. unease. Right, and, like, They're literally... They're like, physical violence against yeah. uh, oh, wow. uh, people of Chinese and Korean and maybe even Japanese descent, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, like... It's, uh, it, it shows really negative colors because mm-hmm. it's not a Chinese disease. No, I mean, unfortunately, it started in Wuhan, but I don't. Think yeah, there was even an elective official that like called it, like basically implied that it was a Chinese disease. And That's so annoying. Oh, and I, ugh, yeah, which I is think, dumb. I mean, but I to me the 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 wide scale spread and. Western Europe, like in Italy and in Germany, is mm-hmm. it's um, you know no longer can be looked at as just a disease of the East. I think I, I think it's obviously affecting the rest of the world. Yeah. And um, but once again, I don't know. I who knows? I mean, until someone gets it, like I guess we won't. Know. Right. I mean, like we like Liana and I both, and just like full disclosure, like we're both at various. Like I've been having kind of like some sinusy stuff but like it's not really progressed from that so i don't really feel that it's appropriate for me to get tested at this point just because right. this could i think that's the other thing too that i'm struggling with is that like it's like we start to feel these symptoms we start to panic but it could be so many different things it could be seasonal allergies because it's mm-hmm. unseasonably warm in chicago right now right we have like cold and flu season still in full effect so like there's so many other things it could be just because somebody has like a runny nose or a cough or like may not feel well and it's like we as a society need to not like stigmatize those people either and stigmatize the people that do have coronavirus Mm -hmm. nobody asks to get this or nobody asked to have this happen to them right and it's and it's not like and yes while it's scary and contagious that doesn't still give people the right to treat someone lesser than because they're ill Right. Um, and so, like, I think, like, another thing that I was kind of thinking in my head, too, about, like, ways that we can be more impactful and helpful and, and manage our anxiety is, like, being open and communicating with people in our life and saying, like, you know, and having these real conversations and being like, you know what, I'm, I'm really scared and, like, I really mm-hmm. need some support and, like, because other people are feeling that, too. And, like, when you feel that together, there's that solidarity and, and those, like feelings of understanding that kind of gets everybody to kind of calm back down to like you know it's like okay this is serious and we should take it seriously I definitely don't want to devalue that but I think when we're getting to hysteria levels where we're like you can't get basic cleaning supplies in your grocery store right now is because nothing they have nothing right are you serious yeah yeah and I'm of course I'm like are you gonna fucking charge me that's right so, you know, it's like we have to like we have to think about those things and we have to be like remember our impact, you know, because I mean, the human race is going to continue after the coronavirus, you know, instances settle down, you know, it's, in theory. Yeah, we just it this is something that happens and right. when new things happen, like we just have to acclimate to it and 
adjust yeah and figure out how to do it and it's like when we're putting in those kind of stones that are causing those kind of ripples through Mm -hmm. the world it's you know we're still gonna feel the effects of this for a while right and so we need to think about how we can be more intentional i think during all of this yeah and just definitely like we were saying like kind of unplug give yourself space Go do normal um, life things. Exercise. Right. Eat. Ground yourself, you know, with any sort of like panic feeling, you know, kind of take a seat, like eat an orange, like do something that'll make you really appreciate the here and now and like adhere right. your senses to it. Right. So, I mean, I, I just think it I think it is that simple. I just think we have to train our brains to not go to worst case scenario and wash your hands and wash your hands absolutely wash your hands and then there was something else i was gonna say don't touch your face yeah don't touch your face but that wasn't what i was gonna say i know i felt like i had something that was like oh i remember now also please 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 as much as you can definitely support like your local like asian businesses whether that's like Mm -hmm. you know getting chinese food getting you know going to you know asian owned like grocery stores anything that like because like you know the hysteria is like oh well you know chinese people and asian people started this virus and that's like what we said was so wrong but i think being able to just kind of like still help them because you know, I think because they're people, they're people, too. And like, you know, it would be, it, you know, if it started in America, you know, we as Americans would also not want people to be like, OK, well, let's hate all Americans. And, mm-hmm. you know, yada, yada, yada. like it's you have to think about like what your impact is doing to people, because if it's like how the golden rule, treat yourself how you want to treat other people. Right. It's as simple as that. So like doing what we can to like support, you know, things like Asian businesses, support your local food banks too, because there's a lot of like Mm -hmm. disadvantaged people that aren't going to be able to stock up on supplies. Like people of privilege can. Right. And that's the other thing you taking everything doesn't leave anything for other people who need it right so i feel like not buying into that because like also that's gonna like really commercialize disaster and i feel like that puts us in a dangerous precedent where like you know companies could in the future not that i want to sound like really like conspiracy theory-ish here but like it's all a conspiracy but like to me like i think that could set a very dangerous precedent for like corporations and like and organizations to like like profit on hysteria and mm-hmm. and disaster even more than they do now for sure and so i think how we show them because you know they're watching guys you know like they, oh hell yeah. they have people who are doing studies and 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 monitoring this behavior and giving reports on this stuff that's going to show them like if we do stuff like that that, that we're playing into that that then they're going to make sure those things happen more yep. so that we we consume more of their product so like I we have to think about that level of you know, commercialism that's happening in the world as well, affecting our mental health. And it's like at first it kind of sounded like a weird transition to talk about, but that's really true because that kind of develops an open door to kind of create a culture around that where it's like, 
a culture of fear and right. anxiety. And then that kind of comes where we come in because then we're kind of in a way oddly benefiting from that too, which normally a lot of people be like, well, wow, why would you say that, Matt? Because that means you get to benefit from that financially. But the truth is, is like our field isn't about benefiting financially from disaster and crisis and people hurting. We're about helping people. So for us, that's not, that goes against our ethics, that goes against what, who we are and what we're doing, I think in a way. To, to be like, oh, yeah, everybody be anxious so because you'll come in our office and we'll make money. You know, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I know you're getting confused by my tangent, I feel like. Yeah, I don't understand why you're saying this. I'm so confused. Okay. But I've been confused for a bit. Oh, no. <laughs> I just meant, I think maybe I need to, like, backtrack what I'm saying a little bit. Because I know a lot of people who are nervous about losing business because of what's going on. No, I know. But I'm saying, I'm talking not about coronavirus. I'm talking about the culture of fear. Oh. Like I'm talking more about like if we kind of continue this culture of fear and it kind of builds up to more then it's like that will impact us because I mean we're going to be getting more people more folks because they're anxious like it's already starting to happen like people are more anxious about the coronavirus now and are seeking treatment because of that mm. which you know not a great catalyst to start your therapy with when it's like you know what I mean like yeah I know what you mean so I'm I'm just kind of saying like this doesn't benefit us in a great way if a culture of fear is what kind of continues. No, a culture of fear doesn't benefit anybody. Right. So maybe that's where I should have been a little more succinct, I guess, is no culture of fear, guys. Okay. Sounds cool. great. Um, <laughs> anything else we wanted to add? Did we talk about? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I mean, I've just. Been oh wait, did we talk enough stuff. about that though? Because like, I wanted to make sure you had your space to talk about that. Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's just even annoying. I did it to Liana, which was like rude. What? I like heard her coughing outside on her way up, oh. and I was like, I find myself like, and I'm just being honest. Like when people cough, like I had an Uber last night who was coughing, and I was just like. All right, if I if he has it, I have it, and I'm like, what What am I doing? Like, if someone was, but I guess if someone was sick, you know, in general, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, but that's like even why, like, I can say, for example, like when we decided to get together today, like I was just like, hey, fair warning, just want to let you know, like, I have a little bit of the sniffles and yeah, I have a cough. Like, do you still feel comfortable with me coming over? And like, I know that the sniffles and Liana has like a runny nose. Those are not part of it. Like, so. I shouldn't be because it's not like I'm concerned about getting sick. I'm concerned about getting that. Right. And that's where I'm like, shit, is this mass hysteria? Like, am I buying into it? And I feel like I am. Yeah. Um, Because I'm not this worried about getting, you know, the flu. Like, I didn't get a flu shot. Oh, um, really? Me yeah. either. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I did, actually. But I it's, it's, you know, it's. I guess I just don't, I think it's the, un, for me, it's the unpredictable, like it's unpredictable. Right. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the fact that it comes from a fucking foreign country though. And no. that bothers me that I think that's where a lot of people's heads go. Like, oh, well you brought this into our country. Like mm -hmm. it was probably people, Americans who brought it into our country who were traveling. Well, there was actually, I watched Inside Edition like last, I think it was like last week. 
and um, I forget his name, but the other guy that founded Apple, Steve Wozniak. There we go. I got it back. He like did an uh, like a piece with them where he was talking about like he was afraid that he was patient zero for the U.S. because yeah. he and his wife were over in China and they met somebody that was from Wuhan and they were like they stopped and took a picture with them and talked to them and things like that. So he was basically saying that like he met somebody from Wuhan, they took pictures, blah, blah, blah. He, he and his wife got very violently ill. Um, and so he's like, but he never got tested and it's too late to test him now because right. it's already ran its course. So he was right. like, I don't know. I may have brought this to the U.S. and I feel really responsible mm. for that. So it's kind of like a weird thing. Um, but I, I just think like all of us just need to try to be kind and remember that uh-huh. like illness isn't anyone's particular fault. It can just be be something that happens and, and to just with, be kind yeah and with our like healthcare situation like people can't get treatment or yeah. people like can't afford to miss work or like like there's a lot of things at stake that people who can't afford it are more susceptible to right so, which like, is why the people who can mm-hmm. sh- if they can help it should just be a little less <laughs> like this is gonna happen but just a little less selfish if you can yeah. work from home i think you should mm-hmm. um and especially if you're sick um but if you can't afford to work from home hopefully you know, i don't know no yeah just know. If you can do the things to prevent anything from spreading, do it. Right. And if you also need support, it's there. You know, I think like if you need if like you need to talk about like the fact that like you're afraid to go to work every day because you're afraid you're going to get this. I think that's like a valid thing and being able to talk to a therapist or, you know, even if you can't make it to a therapist, talking to like a friend, a family member, Mm -hmm. someone you're close with and being able to kind of like really work on that like fear is going to be what kind of gets us moving forward and back in a positive direction. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So if you have any thoughts or opinions about like what we talked about, um, you can always send those to us at we are not your therapist podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can reach out to us on our socials, on our Insta and on our Twitter um, or even on SoundCloud. There's a comment area on SoundCloud. So even yeah. if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, which most of you do, um, leave us a comment. Well, I read them. Everybody reads them. I will even like send them in group chat so people can give yeah. their different things too. Um, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. And what's our catchphrase? Did we come up with one? No, I don't think it's so. not innate to hate. <laughs> Cute. I like that. Yeah. It's not innate to hate. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's going to, like, apply for everyone. But maybe we can come up with, like, a different catchphrase, everyone. I don't know. Anyway, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Anyway, but it's, like, like Sarah Hope said, it's It's not in hate to hate. hate. All right, everyone. Have a good one, and we'll chat with you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.